What I'm going to do now is record all the names of the planets in the Star Wars universe. No, just joking. That would be near impossible. But what I am going to do is name you the names of the planets in Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker. The first planet that we attempt to name is called Millennium Falcon. That's number one. Millennium Falcon. This planet is looking... Oh. Oh, that's not a planet? Okay, then. Yeah, okay. Start from the top. Welcome to this, the fifth episode of Old Republic Radio, a listener-supported podcast dedicated to casually, yet sincerely, and from time to time, passionately, as you'll possibly see in this episode, talking about the Star Wars universe. On episode five, thank you, JJ, part two, we review Star Wars episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, and this episode, like episode four, contains spoilers for Rise of Skywalker. So let's jump right in and turn it over to our host, Justin. All right. Welcome on in, everybody. This is Justin, Bradley's brother. Ken, welcome. Mark, welcome. Bradley, welcome. Troy, thanks for being up late over there in Nebraska. Welcome on in. So we're going to get started. Last time we were talking about the scene where they ended up finding the actual Sith artifact, or at least that knife, not the Wayfinder, but the knife. Now they're headed mm-hmm. to Kajimi. Uh, one thing, a, f- a couple things I wanted to clear up from last week real briefly are the fact that I found out at regular three, uh, not 3D, but regular movies that the uh, Sith planet is round. Indeed, Exegol is round. <laughs> so, so what uh, you're saying is that there there is some value to seeing the movie in regular 2d like like those of us here in maui had to watch it 100 i definitely okay. want to apologize to people that we made fun of about uh, 3d and imax the 3d challenge we're offended uh we, yeah we, we've been fielding off their uh their angry emails all week so <laughs> exactly okay. next next thing i wanted to clear up is real quick light speed skipping it actually did work in the movies and mm-hmm. there were less tie fighters every single time every time so i checked yeah every single time check that box and then one little thing that we didn't talk about that I found hilarious the second time I saw it was the fact that Landell's, uh, Lando's vessel in the desert right. looked like a Bose portable speaker <laughs> with a tank track on it. <laughs> it actually looked pretty cool. So anyway, it, I just wanted to get, go ahead and get those in there. What do you guys think thanks, about Lando's vehicle? Thank you for clearing all that up. I saw it today, <laughs> and I, I looked at it again, and I thought it looked absolutely stupid. But <laughs> you, you guys aren't thinking do? about the toys, man. Think about the toys. <laughs> Dude, it would be a totally cool toy. Right? Yeah, let me check that merch. Like, okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so they left and they it, went to Kajimi. At that rate, go ahead, keep going. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Troy. Well, I was going to say, at that rate, all you've got to do is go get a, uh, what is that, a Beats by Dre? Um, one of those portable, <laughs> portable <laughs> sets. Bluetooth. Tape, yeah, one of the pills and just tape it to a Hot Wheels car. Yeah. You're good to go. Oh, done. Yeah. You're good to go. So it that's a, that's a, tip, like that's a crafting tip for, uh, for anybody <laughs> looking to uh, shortchange their kids this year. Just not that bright. We're going to make an entire episode about Lando's Beats by Dre vehicles. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. But, so can can we can we first get to why did we need to go to Kijimi? I, I I think that was I, I can't recall if that was something we we truly discussed in the last, uh you know in the, in the last episode. But why was it that they needed yep. to go to Kijimi? Yeah. yeah. So remember, so that, are you talking about the desert planet or no. snow planet? Which, so which Kijimi, one are you talking about? 
Kajimi is the planet they're they're gonna head to mm-hmm. now. But why do they need to head to that planet from the desert planet where they're doing the Diwali dance? Three yes. Diwali. Uh, Pasana uh, Pasana was the name of the uh, the desert planet, and then they were heading to uh, Kajimi after uh, watching Chewie die in an explosion. Right, and that's that's where they met the Power Ranger, right? Power Ranger. Um, well, on Kajimi. Oh, on Kajimi, right. yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So remember, 3PO now has the information, the Sith text extracted from that dagger. Mm-hmm. And now he has that in his mind, even though the dagger is gone with Chewbacca, supposedly a dead Chewie. But now they're mm-hmm. going to Kajimi. Go ahead and you guys you guys can uh, start talking about that now. Yeah. Um, so, the, so Ken's question was good. The reason they wanted to go to Kajimi was Poe's suggestion. Um, because they could not, um, they could get it extracted from somebody on Kajimi who we didn't really meet yet. Um, and that, that was the whole reason for them to go to Kajimi was to go get the information out of C-3PO's head. Yep. That's right. I I thought it was a pretty cool merchandising opportunity that they, when they did, who was it? Babu Frick? Babu Frick, man. Put some respect on his name. Babu Dude, Frick. he steals the show, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. He, he, he was dude. one of the best characters. Yeah. And it's silly because we know what he's there for, right? Yeah. Sell stuff. <laughs> but I couldn't stop enjoying watching him on t- <laughs> on the screen. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Can we take a yeah, poll? I think it's just... Real quick, all five of us. Actually, so Mark is for him. Bradley is definitely against that little creepy thing. Dude, <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. You don't like Babu? Babu was just it, <laughs> Babu freaked me out, man. That thing was like a drunken uh, person <laughs> from Dude, Dirt. If from the, Dirt Crystal. If there is one thing Star Wars always gets right, is memorable characters, like memorable yes. puppets. And Babu Frick, dude, that. is at, like he—he he was, in my opinion, rivaling the child, right? Rivaling Baby Yodes, Baby Yoda, Baby Yodes. Yeah, like he—he—he he, he rivals him, and just like great comedic timing like i mean that whole scene was just enjoyable because nobody in my nobody in my theaters laughed at him though that was the thing and it was kind of like really guys and you're in california dude that totally seems like people in in california would be like maybe they were offended i don't know you know i don't know if it's the demographic (laughs) (laughs) but it's actually funny we did a poll yesterday about i guess between the child and babu frick and we've got an 89 percent um, that prefer Baby Yoda yeah. over Babu Frick. Oh, he's so, I mean, yeah, he's new yeah. though. He's new, um, but I, but yeah, he's that's also, good because Baby Yoda's actually cuter, right? Yeah, the noises yeah. that Baby Yoda is induced to make on the show are far more uh, uh, palatable. Impalatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Babu Frick just sounds like a drunken uh, <laughs> communist uh, in who, an Eastern who? European block country or something. Who do you guys think voices Babu Frick? Is it a is it a man or is it it's a, a woman? it's a lady? It's a woman from uh, let me see Shirley Henderson. Really? Okay. There you go. Yeah, I guess she. I thought it was a woman, dude. That, yeah, that was that was great. I, I I enjoyed it. So her voice, her accent, and everything, and her her acting of it was awesome. I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It, it did sound like the guy who's really intelligent. Um, that just also got through drinking a bottle of spotchka, you know, and, and about, <laughs> you know, he, he could jack up C-3PO forever, but yep. he's, it, to him, it's worth drinking that last swig of, of spotchka to kill C-3PO. It's like, yeah, exactly. So, okay. so speaking of, speaking of spotchka drink, drinking, uh, Babu Frick. So this guy, his profession is to, uh, wipe memories. 
Or what is he? What is no, his profession? No, actually, he's a techie. I think extract extract information from droids. That's that's what I, I mean. Think. He's just a hacker. Yeah, he's got like a basically. He's, a, he's yeah, basically I, a hacker. Yeah, I think he's just an expert. Yeah, yeah, he can probably do anything that you want him to do. He's just a pro, including drink spots. Yeah, but uh, he's there you go. <laughs> he's got a whole bunch of cool. crazy, freaky robots all uh, on the ceiling of his uh, dwelling, right? Like the legs and the arms. Yeah, yeah, right, he has all right, kinds right. of arms. He's taking stuff yep, apart. That was pretty cool. Whoever, man, the, it being a uh, person that actually set up the set there, that would be fun, I think. That was nice. You know, it was very detailed. I, I, I appreciated the uh, the setting. I think that really worked. We got some uh, unimportant, I mean, so like, I guess a little bit of backstory on uh, Poe, which was which is good. Uh, like, I like getting oh, that, that reminder. Awesome. I like getting that reminder that, you know, the people in the resistance are, are basically criminals or ex-criminals, right? Because we kind of got that with Solo. I, I thought there was always this this uh, belief oh, yeah. that, you know, through the, through the original trilogy, you're like, oh, these resistance fighters, you know, these rebels, like they're fighting they're a good clean cause. And pure. But dude, yeah, Solo made it clear these are all terrible people. Like they, you know, but they were just fighting for a, a good cause. And so it was just kind of well, cool to see that, you know, Poe came from questionable background you know and and he didn't really uh you know he he didn't he didn't deserve any kind of you know adulation as far as like being a, a you know that pure hero or anything like that so i i kind of like the backstory on that right. and did you did you like how how he went at finn for going at him right 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 awesome. he said we can do this all day and right <laughs> we can do this all day yeah, yeah i like that weren't you a junk dealer <laughs> like we all have past right, right. people so, you know, I wanted to talk also about Bradley's favorite movie, Star Wars, because it touches directly on that, um, Rogue One. I thought that was the one that made it very overabundantly clear that the Rebels are, they're scum. They literally are. Mm-hmm. They're like the worst of the worst. Yeah. What are you talking Let's about? Go. Again, murders and... No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, they're spies oh, and... Okay. Yeah. yeah, they do what they do what they got to do to get they the They do what done. they have to do. Yep. Yeah. Who's the... Uh, the guy that plays Cassin, what's his? What's that actor's name? It's like um, Diego somebody, right? I don't know. Okay, my, I guess my point <laughs> with him, Andor, just so we, you and can we know. get a series with him uh, coming up pretty soon. Here. Yeah, uh, I think his name was. Uh, Did I call him Cassin? Oh man, I'm terrible. It's Cassian. 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 Yeah. Andor. Okay, cool. So anyway, my my point with him to talk to talk about how how he's such a, a good guy because he's on the rebel side. Man, he just popped that dude in the stomach with the uh, with the laser <laughs> right, blast right. in the in the yeah, corner right on that there planet. At the very beginning. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I see your like, but This guy. Anyway. Okay. They so back to uh uh to Poe. What's his uh ex girlfriend's name? Uh, Bliss. Sorry, uh, Bliss. Sorry, Bliss. Yeah. What's so, our, uh, Mark, what, what's your take on, on Zori, Mark? Yeah, so I, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, one thing that I li- really liked about it, and we kind of just jumped over it, so right when they get to the planet, uh, we're seeing that the First Order is very active there. They're pulling people out of their homes. There's a whole lot of chaos kind of going on right now. There's a lot of pressure here. So then this group of, of the Resistance, they're in the, on the planet trying to find the, the uh, robot um, expert or, or the robot hacker guy and then here she is uh, jumps in and like uh, they're like gonna attack Poe's crew now and so Ray kind of jumps in but it was it was kind of cool to find out that Poe was part of her crew before running Spice so I, I thought she was a nice a nice part of the part of the part of the cast on this um, movie so can I bring out an interesting point about her yes you can so um, apparently, 
because we we never see her face, right? So I, I even I had to look at the credits to realize that that was Carrie Russell, who who's a great actress. Um, but apparently, she refused to to remove that uh, that helmet even between takes. Uh, Abrams had to talk to her through the mask, uh, basically just because she she loved it. She loved that the outfit. She loved the look of the. Uh, the uh the character so much and um dude i could totally tell she was having fun yeah, exactly. I, I, I got that yeah you guys know the real reason though right i mean okay i could be completely wrong i probably am but here's my hypothesis as to why she didn't remove the mask mm-hmm. um, in the movie or on the set brad e- either way okay is, okay um okay so you have to have uh ray a lot of the charm of for marketing is her her physical looks so Carrie Russell is pretty attractive as well. So to me, they only gave you a shot of her eyes because that's the limit to taking away some of the shine from uh, Ray. I, I could be wrong, but I honestly think that that's the reason why they didn't go any further. And that's what the direction was. Okay. I mean, what do you guys think? That's cool. I I, I can see that. That's that is, that's not a bad explanation there. No, you guys um, disagree. No, no. That, that's, that makes sense to me. And I, I'm glad she didn't take her helmet off. Um, and I'm also glad I did not know who it was because if I did, I would have been like, ah, man, it's just her. But I mean, there were a couple of, like, she's a great in this saga. Like, I mean, so in the newest trilogy or the sequel trilogy, uh, didn't Daniel Craig, wasn't he, uh, one of the stormtroopers in, um, Uh, yeah. And that's in, in, in yeah. I mean, so I I kind of appreciate that they didn't want to steal anything away. Right. By, by being a cameo, like being a Cliff Clavin. Uh, I kind of appreciate that they, there you go. That yeah. they just they just wanted to be a part of hey. it. So, you know what I Mommy. also thought was cool about it is that uh, Carrie Russell and I never watched the show, so <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to lose any uh, Star Wars credibility. But J.J. A- Abrams, one of his first shows that he was part of was Felicity, and Carrie Russell mm-hmm. that Mark was her it. show. So, <laughs> so just Mark's like another poster. connection, right? Is that J.J. Yeah. Abrams, we we constantly see these characters from Felicity, from mm-hmm. Lost, and like all right. these different projects that he was on, in bringing them yeah, to, Star, man. to Star Wars. Yeah. So I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. JJ, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna start tagging yeah, him for in all real. My Instagram posts, man. I need JJ. Man, it's, call me. It's Ken, this is Ken. Dude, let me be in It's your cronyism. <laughs> yeah, it's cronyism. cronyism, just like all Hollywood, <laughs> man. Every time you see Adam Adam Sandler, you see that. That's cool. If I make a movie, yeah. you better believe you guys are going to be in it. So. Exactly. We, we would be I'm the not... same five people in every single movie, in but just different characters. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. But playing the exact bring same the, people. Like with the... <laughs> bring the talent though. Yeah. Um, if I could say uh, Greg, Greg Grunberg, Snap Wexley, mm-hmm. I was refreshed when he blew up in, in his X-Wing. <laughs> oh, oh, snap, dude. <laughs> seeing his face, snap to be honest with you. <laughs> Snap is gone what? because Snap was good in J.J. Abrams' other stuff. I think he was an alias. We jumped way ahead. Yes, and Tro- yeah. Troy is telling us to stay on target, yeah, but I, right. yeah, I just we have need to, to stay say, on target. But but Snap, Bradley, why Snap? He, man, he just got out of shape. Man, that guy used to be okay when he was on that <laughs> Alias, but now he's just this big grizzly bear. Oh, he's from Alias. See, you guys have all this background, this J.J. Yeah. Abrams background, man. I'm probably the You're only pure fresh, like person I like coming in fresh. Yeah. Dude, it feels good to not know any of these people. It's It feels refreshing. Anyway, all right, guys. So we're moving forward with Zori Bliss. She uh, tries to act like she can take Ray out, but that's not going to happen. Right. That was dope. Um, and uh, so now they move forward. Now, did uh, real quick, I know this is an aside. Dude, 
they all start running around the corner to get away from the stormtroopers and stuff. Did you guys notice C-3PO? <laughs> yeah. No. I heard you make fun of him already. <laughs> you guys didn't notice those three steps that he just jumped up onto? Yeah, yeah, I caught <laughs> like, that. Like, dude. I caught that. <laughs> when is the last time you've seen C-3PO jump? <laughs> I did catch I a question. I was like, that was poor planning, but... <laughs> Did, I, I was just that, watching w. A New Hope like yesterday. Man, he could barely walk like up and down like a, a slight incline in the sand. So that that is so funny that you mentioned that. Improved. That is so true. I have a quick question for Troy since Troy's uh, quiet over there. Um, what did you think of the humor in that scene uh, with uh, Finn talking to Poe when he was like, he used to be a runner of spice? Spice runner, Poe. You know, I, I, I think that they, you kind of got some of that feeling that you got or that JJ was trying to give us originally in episode seven. Like there was that camaraderie, that feeling of friends or people becoming friends, um, getting to know one another. And I really liked how JJ kind of had that feeling once again um, that we, we kind of lost in episode eight only because they went to different parts of the 100%, galaxy. 100%, 100%, <laughs> Troy. Uh, that was so missing in episode eight. In episode nine, they worked especially hard, in my Overtime. opinion, to make it feel like these were the three buddies getting together, doing right. a bunch of stuff together. Absolutely. Yep. Number yeah. eight, well, I mean, eight, once again, was a miss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you go to the movies, your your goal is to be able to watch a movie. You want to be in, you want to be, I guess, a part of the team. And I really far, felt, especially with that scene specifically, a part of the team. You're, you're part of the crew. You're sitting there with Zori Bliss, somebody that you've never seen before. She's a new character being added to the Star Wars universe. Um, and you're you're right there. You're watching as the First Order is breaking into people's people's homes and pulling them out onto the street. And you're still with your friends. And you'd want to know what's happening. Where are we going to go? What's happening next? You know, I, I, yep. I like that scene. You know, more importantly, th- this was, this is also when... Um, this is also when Ray senses that Chewie is still alive. Yes. Yeah. And real quick, I actually thought it was more important that actually there was a stormtrooper that had a woman's voice, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you guys great... remember that? Well, yeah, it, it sets us up for a little bit later. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy over there with you. <laughs> she, she was, she was uh, checking somebody's papers. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I, have I ever heard of yeah, a woman's storm, You're right. Stormtrooper? I, I do remember that. Captain Padma. Captain and I was kidding. It's not more important. I just was trying to be funny, but that didn't work. But anyway, moving forward. Okay. So now uh, they're done with the whole wipe. They got the information. They're ready to get moving. But now it's time for Ray to go to the ship because she uh, senses Chewie is still alive. Right. And by the way, we who- skipped over the person who made the music for Star Wars. He he was he's an Easter egg in there. We all missed it. Oh, yeah. yeah, John, yeah. John I, I heard right about there. it you after the him? fact. And man, I'm, I'm so bummed that I didn't didn't recognize didn't recognize yeah, him. exactly yeah. nobody recognized him who can get it he's right there oh. right right from the scene you talked about to when they go to Babu Frick's place dude it was they like go into it the was bar. midnight it was yeah midnight exactly when, uh, dude I was again I was in IMAX bro it's, <laughs> he was in that whole other world at that point right right he was the, <laughs> he was the bartender yeah. that's all okay Sweet, that's a nice Easter egg, man. John, Williams, I feel like he should have been playing nice music. That in the bar would you know, have he should have been. been like, he should have been like a musician awesome. or something, you know? Yeah, but if he was like the pianist, right? right? No, he should have been a keyboardist. Was he a keyboardist? Yeah. No, no I'm saying he. he if, yeah, if, if he like, would have been. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a bar, like a saloon, 
there should have been a piano player in there, but it would have been a keyboard, not a piano. Mm-hmm. He would have you know, been playing like the round keyboard that the uh, blue elephant usually plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to take us off target. And some space All right. jazz. All right, getting us back on target here. So now she is sensing that Chewie is still alive, and I just wanted to ask you guys: Did any of you guys fall for that? Did you guys think okay, Chewie was here's dead? Okay, hundred percent. Yeah, I did. Can I explain why? Go, yes, go ahead, please. go ahead, Ken. Going, you know, go, going to Legends, right? So there is a, uh, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't read Vector Prime. Here we go again with all this book <laughs> reading. You haven't read Vector Prime, pause, <laughs> go read it. Welcome back. Um, you and your books. To, like, because they've killed Chewie before, right? And then we, we know that people, you know, in, in this day and age, people seem to love killing off cherished characters so yep. briefly i was like did they kill him and then i was like no that can't be it because you didn't actually see him like if i don't see you die i don't believe you die in a movie anymore but here's my problem with it. I, I have, exactly I have I one know. problem with it right so chewy's brief demise um it, it was it was kind of a trope you know and 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 so in my opinion you know and i'm gonna give you a knock for this jj if you don't have the stones to kill chewy <laughs> right and and just you know what i'm saying like if you don't have the stones to do it and make me hate you then don't pretend to kill chewy and make me hate you you know what i'm saying that's my soapbox i'm gonna get off the soapbox now good for me i no, really I... felt like they killed chewy simply because kind of like what kylo said in the last episode you know kill the out with the old, in with the new, if you will. Kill it if you have to. I mean, they killed Han Solo in the first one. They all but killed Leia in the second one. Um, I'm, I figured, well, I guess Episode Nine, it's Chewie's turn to go. To be fair, you know? I think yeah, the, the, the Leia part so was really them doing that. I mean, let's <laughs> let's be honest. But they well, did yeah, do it yeah. to yeah. Luke. They definitely did it to Luke. Definitely killed yeah. Leia. So. Of course. Oh man, we oh, yeah. we are definitely gonna get into to Luke. Oh my goodness, we're get, let's get let's get I'm moving so we can get yeah. to that. Um. Okay. So now, uh, she knows he's alive now. She's feeling good. Um. And um. By the way, I just gotta say this before we move on. I personally appreciated uh, Daisy Ridley's facial expression when she vowed on the the ship. Wait a minute. I'm I'm getting yes. ahead of myself, hey, aren't I? So they oh, realized Chewie's on the ship. And they're gonna go rescue him, right? Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No, but I, 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 I thought I was, I thought I was skipping over something. So just forget what I said, listeners. We're gonna move forward. Well, really. Now she's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Jeff, I was gonna say. Ahead. Now that they're on the ship, I mean, was it? Is it me, or did that seem a little bit like just like super easy Call of Duty on extreme easy? Oh, practice? wait a minute. Wait oh, a minute. Dude. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. so, sorry if I'm getting too detailed. But uh, Poe's friend gave them like a. Uh, like a medallion, yeah. right? A hall pass. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get onto yeah. the ship yeah. that apparently works that. on whichever ship uh, that yes. you're flying on, which I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I believe anything, but um, that's how they got back, got onto this enemy ship. Right. Right. Like the. Yeah, that is called a Republic. Uh, it's like a, man, I had. You it. mean the the a little Republic. token? It's it was like a captain's. Uh, almost like it was, a it was, a key, it was like a key fob yeah it was yeah. not important yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah but she it was her token. way off of kajimi yeah into a better right, right. Way. right. So she, gave she gave it up for the car yeah so she she, yeah. she gave it to poe yeah she still has love for poe but anyway let's get back to uh ray 
she now goes to uh to Kylo's destroyer. Kylo's always late. Man, this dude is always late. But anyway, so <laughs> he's now Yeah, you're right, Dustin. What is with that? Dude, catch her already if you're gonna catch her. Um so now he's on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. But she's now in his destroyer. Mm-hmm. Somebody take it from there. I just want to make sure that we point out, yeah, um, the the Sith are with him, the five or whatever you call him. Um, oh my goodness! The Knights so of Ren, Knights totally glossed over these dudes. Yeah, guys, we got to talk. We got to talk about these Wait, guys. The Knights of Ren that never do Knights. anything. Yeah. They, oh at, my at, goodness, Troy. That's my point exactly. Can Troy speak on that? They are Troy, speak on it because it, it kills me because of the fact that when the first Star Wars was coming out. Kathleen Kennedy was like so she got us really hyped. She says, Hey, the Knights of Ren, you've got Captain Phasma. Well, they killed Captain Phasma in the last one. And the Knights of Ren were just like some guys that looked like they were in an 80s band with swords and stuff. Just kind of like, hey, <laughs> well, that's a, that was his entourage, man. That was, that was Kylo's entourage. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but they didn't do anything. Like, who were so these I guys? I just want to confirm. You know? So they You're did not, not um, have like lightsabers at any point in the movie, right? Right. Okay. No, no they had, yet, the if I remember correctly, weren't they the fallen knights or the students of the of the Jedi Order that Luke was training that went over with Ren when he That's went to the Dark Side? I assume. That's what I Sorry. always assume. Like he took like a few from the from the new yeah. sc- school or whatever, and they're going to form their own crew. But yeah, it it was disappointing for sure because we were all hyped up for the last episode, episode eight, that they're going to be the Knights of Ren. And they were like no shows the entire movie. So we finally, and they're kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah. So right. I mean, being being, they weren't impressive. If, if we're gonna be at all when I mean, it comes like, to the Knights of Ren, though, so they wouldn't really be trained. Sorry, can, can you say that one more time? Well, so I mean, if we can just get technical when it comes to like the Knights of Ren, right? So the the Sith followed the rule of two. So you have the master, you have the apprentice. Uh, if you're not an apprentice, you're not going to necessarily be trained in the dark arts. So I, I don't believe that you would have the ability to like make your own lightsaber. Like you wouldn't have been trained uh, at that point yet, so you wouldn't have access to any of the Sith. Yeah. But wouldn't they the have knight, the already lightsabers since they were training? Yeah, because the knights. Yes, they already know how to put car- what, kyber crystals. But why are we assuming that uh, they trained with Luke? Wait, I can't remember what, when this is. This is if I remember correctly, and don't get me wrong, I could be wrong here, but um, I thought that he took some with him from the school. Did we learn that in a movie, or was that side information? Because some episode of us seven, here, no, we, learned, we not. learned it in episode eight, yeah, episode guys. Eight, episode eight. Eight. Yeah, as Luke was telling his story, Wait, can I be? Yeah, okay. he went and uncharacteristically yeah. tried to kill his nephew. Definitely okay. not in a book. Yeah. And he I took think... a handful of my students with him. Hmm. And I, The I handful of his students we're all making a, a number of natural uh, assumptions yeah. just based on the visuals that we did see in episode eight. Yeah. As we, we just said, those guys went with them, but okay. I think Troy now. And, and if, and if they're good movies, Bradley, the, the directors make it extremely easy for us to assume correctly. Right. On stuff what, like that. That's what Ryan Johnson. And, and if, and if we're wrong, okay. I'm, I'm, and, I, and I'm saying if we're wrong, that's just bad movie making, uh-huh. man. But well, I, what about that? Wrong. What about that, that, that scene, that flash, and, and, I could be wrong here, but what about that flashback that Ray had in episode seven when she picked up the lightsaber and she was standing right. in among Kylo and the knights? Didn't they all have lightsabers or was it just Kylo? Well, no, it was just that's Kylo. That's a good question. I think we need to episode, Kylo. Episode seven, Joy? Yeah, yeah, remember when she yeah, had a flashback. When they got to that? Yeah, the flashback when, when she, she touched the lightsaber and the lightsaber reached out to her and gave her a, a, like a force vision. 
Right, the force back. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you, if so, you do so. a quick Google search, uh, Kylo was the only one that had. Uh, well, and she she pictured Kylo. She didn't picture Ben Ben Solo like turning on the Jedi Order. She she was picturing actually Kylo surrounded by these Knights of Ren. Right. Okay. So so let, let's round this up real quick. We're all in agreement that the Knights of Ren in this movie look like a bunch of blithering morons. Yeah, I think that's where we're going here. And then when Finn gets to Kajimi, or not not Finn, excuse me, when Kylo Ren gets to Kajimi and the Knights of Ren come to him, he says, search it again. He just tells them to go back into the village. Mm-hmm. So they're just a presence visually, right. but that's it. They're just posing. So, that, I mean, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted Yeah, no, they missed opportunity there for uh, JJ and crew, for in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But moving forward now, uh, we're back aboard the ship. With uh, with all this uh, cannon fodder, is that how we call it? The storm <laughs> storm? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yep. Ridiculous cannon. Yeah, they were, they were uh, easy mode. Yep. Yeah, they got mode easy out. mode. Dude, uh, they're popping uh, stormtroopers, and then and then Poe finally catches one to the gut. Um, they got his, his arm. arm. And then, yeah, yeah. Or his arm. Okay. Cool. Oh, were you guys happy that uh, that Chewie did, when he got his bowcaster back? Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Chewie does. Chewie yeah, he needs the bowcaster. Sweet, I was too. Okay, so we're moving forward, and I and I'm probably messing this up. Correct me if I'm wrong. We get to the point where basically they get caught, and then they, um, Captain or General Pride is that his name? General Pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pride. Yep. General Pride says uh, dispose of them, kill them, and then so Hux takes over, and when they're in front of the firing squad, and uh, he doesn't uh, let them die. He he kills the stormtroopers there. Who else knew I, it was Hux? Who 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 called it? Anybody? I didn't call I mean, it until the let me let me do it. I was like, really, you know, right. like, and then, and then when it like pans away, I was like, okay, it was hooks, you know, and like Mark, I, I kind of what did Mark get? No, I, I, you know what, man? I don't even make, I don't do trailers, and I don't even think of theories while the movie's going on, man. I just, I just want to enjoy it. I am like completely like Mark's an empty slate like <laughs> during the entire movie. <laughs> Like Destiny, me, me too. and she is uh, always figuring out movies, always figuring out movies, and I and I never do because I'm just like along for the ride, like just just buckled up and just going with it. Same so here. no, I I didn't even have any idea of who the who the spy was for sure. Well, in my mind, I thought it was either Hux or, I mean, believe it or not, I thought it could be Kylo. Like in the beginning, Crawl, when it talks about the actual spy that's, that's I guess, letting information out, when they first had that one guy, that horned guy, come out um, who, who gave them the information, they said, what can we do for you? And he said, uh, just win or something like that. Win the war. Um, right. I thought it was him, but then they killed him. So I was like, no, it can't be him. And then it was between Kylo Ren and General Hux. And, and his uh, reasons for doing it made sense. Um, I just think that unfortunately they kind of had to wrap him up because of, you know, just eight. You know, of episode eight where he just got just just owned, embarrassed. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Yeah, he was an embarrassment. Like he wouldn't have had, you know, in, in in an order like the first order, wouldn't one of his men like put a vibroblade in his vibroblade in his spine just for you know for being so right. weak and just getting emasculated in front of of everybody? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it was it was over. Uh, I, I appreciate that. That was like you know it, that was the end of it. Like there was no there was no send off. Uh, who was the general pride? Uh, yeah. I, I I liked him as the bad guy because he was just like uh huh yeah yeah easy to see. Dude wow. is a good actor, yeah, man. Like, Whoever that is, he's a yeah, good I actor. I wish we'd seen more I have of him. A question. 
I have a question about Pride. Okay, so in the scene where Pride and the other uh, general, the black one, and then uh, Hux come up, Pride says something uh, worthwhile, and then the black one says, yeah, we found him on this planet. Um, Ajin Kloss or whatever, when they came and gave him the location. Um, When uh, Hux, I forgot what he said, but he said something, and then Kylo put his finger up like, shut up. If you say one more word, what was that about? Bro, I I I, by that. I kept seeing him. He did that twice in the movie, Bradley. And I said, JJ is trying to make him appear like Darth Vader. He's doing a, he's doing a uh, a nod to Vader. Uh, okay. Remember how Vader used to do that? But why was it towards Hux? That it was like Hux there was, was a like, rivalry was between those two for whatever reason. Oh. Yeah, you know, Hux like made it like he made it clear the reason he didn't care about the resistance. He just wanted to embarrass Kylo. That was his whole reason for mm-hmm. for trying to subvert him. So yeah, there was a rivalry between the two, and and Kylo obviously tolerated his existence for whatever reason. Uh, until and and then uh, General Pride came in and just said no longer needed. Yeah, bloom. Yeah, or, and also Snow kind of pitted them against each other a little bit too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, too. and like yeah, the previous yeah. movies. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, that's true. So, so we're gonna go ahead and move on, guys. Uh, Ray is now on the destroyer after these guys uh, finally get rescued by uh, what's his name, redhead dude. General Hux. His name again. General, oh, General Hux. Hux. Yeah, Doctor Huxtable. <laughs> and uh so wait did we, instead of getting did we popped in the uh just go past the uh the discussion that ray and kylo like have no okay okay my bad i was thinking the same thing ken but i've only seen it the one time so man right. my memory's starting to <laughs> starting to fade so i, I, I figured it. it was coming go ahead okay i got it all right here guys uh so so uh, were, were you guys kind of like laughing when uh, Poe, or excuse me, Finn doesn't shoot him in the uh, in the arm? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he drops one in his thigh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, that's cool, man. <laughs> okay. So Ray is now in Kylo's quarters. Bradley, speak on Kylo's quarters for a second. Okay. So this was really awesome to me. Um, I, if I'm right, I think that JJ was trying to say basically Kylo is good. He's so good that he has to try so hard to try to um, stay away from the dark side. Um, but he can only do it when he's in front of people, but when he's by himself in private, and, and I know this might sound really out there. Why would his quarters be white like that? Why would they be so pristine? Ultra, ultra very sterilized. Per- perhaps Candace, right? It could just be a sterilization it's type like the thing, modern but I look. think it would <laughs> it could be yeah, they're living in the mods so uh, but i just felt like he was doing a symbolism there to show the conflict that uh kylo ren had in himself because i, mean, I thought man, so too the, the, all the star destroyers have black uh marble floors i mean it's meticulously dark inside the whole thing mm-hmm. and yet you get yep. inside of his quarters which was a masterfully shot scene with uh ray inside there and the conversation that ensues i won't get into that i'll let you guys dissect that but to me, I felt like that was that he was nodding towards, hey, Kylo really is trying to do the right thing. He just hasn't found himself yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she finds the knife there in his room, in his quarters. And then uh, uh, who's going to take it from here? She finds, ahead, the, she finds the knife, the dagger. Troy, go ahead. Yeah. Break it what? down for us. And now Kylo comes through. I thought it was pretty cool down, because of the fact that this is something that we've never seen in the Star Wars universe before. Um, their ability to force Skype, if you will. Um, he, he can see <laughs> like everything that, or he can see her, but not where she is. And the, the same applies to her. She can see everything. 
but not where he's at. So, and I thought it was awesome when she, when the helmet fell on the, on the ground and he said, I'll be right there. You know? And was yeah. Like, he was like, I know. Like, oh, well, oh. he said, then he but said, Oh, that's where you are. Like, exactly. That, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah I was but I'm, I'm so confused. The whole time that they were having the four Skype conversation, she had the blade in her hand. Right. Like, no, but he, he didn't know. I mean, he saw the helmet fall on the ground. He also saw um, other things that were interacting from the ship. She saw the fruits from Kajimi's surface spill all over inside the, the room where Kylo uh, lives. Mm. So there was some interaction. And then previously in the movie, when they're on uh, Pasana with the Akiaki people, he grabs the little medallion off of her chest. The there is yeah. some connection yeah. in, the ne- in the necklace. So to me, that was a that was a no-go for me. She can't, she can't Kylo Ren can't be that strong with the Force. And still not see that she's got Chewbacca's uh, little strap and the thing, <laughs> the uh, the blade, uh, the artifact, yeah, the blade. Fifth artifact. But did, right did he yeah. see that? The, like, did he just have that stuff brought to his quarters? Did he put it there? I maybe, he... maybe. Hmm. It, it, you know, regardless. So it, for you, that yeah, wasn't a very strong it. scene. For me, it just oh. it, it. Oh whoa! For whoa. me, it helped me. No, the scene wasn't it. strong to you, Bradley. No, the scene was strong. It just once you see the knife in her hand and they're talking. And you see the connection that they have. I mean, what is he looking at? He's looking at her and she, him. And the man, the cinematography in that scene where they switched over from the, the Star Destroyer to the surface of Kajimi, mm-hmm. wonderful. That I mean, was pretty that sick. Was, uh, yeah, there was some good wipes there. I like that. The snow. And then you can see like some of his shells yeah. <laughs> on the planet, yeah. though. <laughs> that was right. pretty cool. So the cinematography was great. However, this, this scene was the scene everybody has been waiting for. This was it. This was the one, guys, because this is where we find out Ray's backstory right, right. right here. Oh, yeah. yeah when they when they, confront, break it down. when they confront each other in the uh, the hangar. But wait, they don't get to the hangar yet. Even right. in this conversation. No, they don't get to the hangar. They don't get to the mm-hmm. hangar. It's in this conversation yeah, that they actually talk. And when when he says, "Who, who remembers?" He said, "I." When he when he's talking, he said, to "I him. didn't lie." He like he actually said the same thing almost. Uh, that obi-wan kenobi told luke he mm-hmm. said like obi-wan said from a certain point of view what i said was yeah. was wrong kylo said the same thing to ray he's like i didn't lie to you mm-hmm. I, I i don't know who your parents they were uh, nobody I mean, you, yeah troy there you go troy but on but and then it flashes over to the the jedi hunter that we've mm-hmm. been talking about okay. for a while so were you guys thinking oh okay so it's about to be kira <laughs> we're about to see kira, kira from uh from um yeah I, solo like that big oh, rumor that was going around yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, the rumor that, <laughs> Wait, that Kira was one of her parents yeah i do remember yeah. that and i thought that would have been a kind of a, a neat little connection but i was trying to figure out the age if the age would have worked out okay or not and so i wasn't Kira really sure Knightley? No, 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 Kira no, 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 Okay, so now he tells her about all this, and she actually, uh, she's not cool anymore. She's livid. Yeah. So they start. Uh, Troy, go ahead. Well, I, I think it's it's pretty cool because you you can kind of tell the difference in the training. Um, 
Kylo has had the training. She has not had the training, at least not really formal training. And he's now using um, his mental ability to manipulate her to lose her cool. Um, and you, you mm-hmm. can just tell her entire fighting style. Now, now, granted, it's not the exact same fighting style that Jedi's were taught in the in the the old Republic, if you will, or even the New Republic before the the takeover from from the Empire. But you can tell that she's trying her best. But Ky- Kylo, he has structure to what he's doing and he's toying with her um i I really loved that because Mm -hmm. from from episode seven and eight we keep on asking the question how does this girl who has no training how is she able to beat kylo and episode nine like it let out all the stops it was ready to go kylo was serious about it he toyed with her and he was the kylo ren that we've been asking for since episode seven Exactly. Okay, and we're going to move on, guys. Uh, I do want to say this. He did say that they are a dyad in the Force as well. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Yeah. Um, so now they're, uh, after their little battle scene and everything, now they're in the hangar where uh, she finally gets ready to get picked up by the Millennial Falcon with everybody. Everybody's intact. And uh, did you guys like that, how how the Falcon blew the, uh, the Stormtroopers backwards? But Kylo... I did. That was and, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was like awesome. the force. Kylo was able to to withstand the the being pushed back. Yeah, the backwash. Yeah, that, that was yeah. cool. And Ray didn't even and, flinch. That's uh, what I liked. Go ahead, go ahead, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, then why didn't thinking. Kylo actually try to like grab the ship like he <laughs> like Amen, he could Mark. do the last one? But yeah, I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. Like I said, I, man, I'm just there for the ride, so I'm cool <laughs> with it. But I was thinking to myself. Man, did you just like grab a ship out of out of like orbit or not out of orbit, but trying to leave leave the uh, leave the surface of, of the planet that you're just on, and now you don't even make an effort for it? But I, I, I feel I like that know. ability was, cool was on cooldown. You feel like what, Ken? <laughs> that ability was on a cooldown uh, for those of us <laughs> that play RPGs. It. <laughs> <laughs> you no, okay. take his finger off the L <laughs> button. Let, let, let the turbo right, charge right. back up. <laughs> yeah, let it charge back up, man. <laughs> There you go. Well, it's, it's the same feeling you get like in um, Endgame or with the, the Avengers. You're like, come on, Thanos, dude, this is so simple. You have all these Infinity Stones. Just make more food. Make more exactly. matter. Problem solved. So Ooh, I, I, I see where Mark is very wise. <laughs> you could easily just say, dude, grab the Millennium Falcon, put it into the hangar, shut everybody down, win the day, be done. But then you win that. Right. And by exactly. the way, Kylo's yeah. priorities are not Palpatine's priorities. We know this, right? That's true. Oh, definitely. He, true. Yeah. He wants to kill yeah, exactly. And so uh, let's move forward here. Uh, now, uh, General Huxtable. Can I, can I say real quick? Uh, I, I've, I've been watching uh, Star Wars Rebels because you have, Justin, and I've been trying to trying to get into it. Man, those stormtroopers are annoying in Rebels. And <laughs> I have to say, in this movie, they're even more annoying. because The stormtroopers or the clone troopers? The stormtroopers. Like, oh, sorry. Uh, okay, yeah. I thought you said clone troopers. I'm sorry. Yeah, from Rebels. But I'm not trying to get into Rebels. I'm just trying to say... Um, well, Star Wars in general, cannon fodder, man. Um, these dudes can't <laughs> hit anything. And then when they're in the hangar, they all just get blown back by the Millennium Falcon. And I think that's just JJ's way of saying, you guys. I mean, I'm we gotta understand home. why, right? I mean, they, they, apparently they've all they were all orphans who were uh, conscripted into the uh, into the the First Order. So it's so not the best of the best. <laughs> these guys are not elites. <laughs> if you're elite, you lay get down your back. arms, guys. You're elite, you don't you want to fight. Back. <laughs> If you but can yeah, aim, if you get an aim, you get promoted. <laughs> there right. You go. I think it's just a bunch of show, pomp and uh, show, because they have all these shiny armored dudes, and then you get a different color one with red, and it's just like, get out of here. You're just oh yeah. So anyway, actually, 
action they, figures throughout the world, man, on people's shelves. I keep forgetting about that. Exactly. Well, I think it's they're all dude. Go ahead. I'm well, I think to... it's pretty awesome. If you guys have been to Disney World or Disneyland when they have like the Imperial March, um, and you've got twenty or thirty um stormtroopers walking with blasters, that's very, very impressive. Just watching it from that standpoint. Now, if you if you in if you if you just like imagine it was real and you see fifty or sixty stormtroopers, whether they can shoot or not, you've got fifty or sixty armed guys. So that's deterrence in itself. That's, yeah, that's cool, man. I, I I enjoy talking with you guys on this podcast because we all have such different opinions about the the subject, and it's just it's refreshing to see that it's not lost on everybody because stormtroopers are certainly lost on me, but I can still see Troy's point of view. <laughs> they they serve as an, no, I mean seriously. Dude. Like, Dude, he, yeah, I see. I see what Troy is saying, and uh, that would be fun. I man, I've never been to Disney World, man. I, I'm kind of jealous of Ken going go next month, man. You're you're headed out next month, right? Uh, I am headed out next month. Let's not pretend you you weren't all invited, uh, like a year dude, ago. I, I'd be there, but dude, there. we're all married. Put that we can't just there. go do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, everybody. Uh, it, he did invite that all of true. us, so I'm actually kind of sad that I'm not going. Uh, but he we will make it happen, though. In in uh in actually Anaheim, that's gonna be a little little bit easier for most of us to just go to Anaheim and go to Galaxy's Edge there. Anyway, back to this, right? This. Is is that okay? Anyway, Indeed. okay, cool. So now, uh, target, General Huxtable. Yep, to stay on target, I'm, <laughs> man. I'm on my oh, Mac and I can't. Find, oh wait, here we go. Nope, I got one for me, and it is right here. Stay on target. Okay, cool. <laughs> there it is. There, it is. there you go. <laughs> All right, so General Huxtable, he is now. Uh, somebody tell me what happened to him. Well, he's dead. He's been dead. We, we've talked about that, right? We're heading off to find the remains of the second Death Star. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we already passed all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. They're, they're, I, I thought they were was... jumping on to the Millennium Falcon. Uh, perfect timing as always, right? They're jumping on. They're going. They're going to yep. dip. Yep. Oh, hey, we can't. F we can't pass up this fine detail. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to break down the entire movie like we've been doing. But dude, did you guys see how Ray got on the fl the Falcon? That was a cool jump. That was an awesome jump. And then then she held on. Dude, Finn's hand she grabbed onto, and then he like swung her around and pulled her in. Yeah. Yep. As friends. Yes. yes. <laughs> friend zone, right? Yep. Friend zone. Big. It was a good friend zone catch. She oh, patted him on the back. And said, thanks, buddy. Give him a nice, job, nice firm handshake. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, Mark. <laughs> nice, firm one. He totally tried to pull her in for a hug, man. Put her there. That wasn't going to happen. Oh, okay. Here you go. I'm, I'm back, kidding. Back. Okay, cool. So we're off to go see the uh, the new, or the uh, first storm, or first stormtrooper. Oh, my goodness. The first <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> the first stormtrooper ever. Uh, <laughs> and this planet is called. Uh, Kef, Kef beer. beer. Yeah. Wow. Kef so that, that's beer. in the indoor Kef. system, right? Is that yeah? Right. So that's it, how the is Kef beer. Is that the main planet that the moon of Endor? I mean, like, well, no. So it, it like blew to like another planet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the moons. One of the moons. Of okay. Yeah. Cool. So, and then they meet Jenna. Mm -hmm. Jenna is uh, turns out to be an ex resistance stormtrooper. What was her uh, number? I forget. Say that three, one more three, time. Nine seven two. Correct. That. Uh, she was an ex. 
Uh, she was a stormtrooper. Oh, ex trooper, re- current resistance fighter. You said ex resistance stormtrooper. Oh my goodness, dude! Okay. I'm so sorry, listeners, for my hosting skills. You guys will get a better host next time. Anyway, yeah. So she's yeah. an ex stormtrooper. She is a new resistance sympathizer, and so she has a bunch of people on these uh, really cool looking alien horses, and now they're chatting it up with the uh, with Finn, Poe, and Ray. Take it from there, Mark or Bradley or whoever. No, I mean that. That's it. At this point in the movie, it's it's kind of a a low point in the sense that it's not very much action. It, I did yeah, like the throwback. It, it, it threw in, it added some story. I mean, but we are all excited to get to, you know, okay. that way. We're even past like the, you know, the, the Moana scene. Let's just get past yep, that. Yep. Yep. What can I, so, so what the Moana, <laughs> is, that, is that what that was? Moana? Yeah, is Moana. Can I ask a question <laughs> before we go there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so here's something that, 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 uh, it was kind of kind of odd. Uh, two things. One was how is it that they miraculously landed on the exact side of the planet that they needed to, and were in the exact position that they needed to be in order to have the dagger line up exactly where where the dude stuff that 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 uh, I'm sure yep. a lot of people thought of because I I thought that was just like what it was like it was, like, on, it was like one of those pointless sets, right? Clearly, you guys aren't. Uh, hobby treasure hunters i mean it does the stuff just happens all the time yeah, yeah i mean it was definitely kind of like a goonies moment yes. in the in the movie yes. but you know i think that acceptable for the 80s yeah Come yeah on, for sure and then also we remember that um maybe the instructions that 3po had from the dagger Maybe they're very specific, like GPS, like you land exactly here and you're going to be able to find exactly what it is that you're looking for. So maybe that's what it is. All right, guys. So now we're on the uh, now we're headed to the Death Star. She's uh, Moana in the in the water, impossible looking <laughs> waves. And she's now on the Death Star and she recovers the Holocron. Actually, in the movie known as the Wayfinder, the Sith mm-hmm. artifact she's been looking for. And uh, I have some opinions about this, but you guys want to say anything about that? Um, I just want to specifically real quick say that that shot of her going inside the Death Star um, from the top, that was beautiful. And that's all I wanted to say. Specifically. Looking looking tough. down, down from yeah. the top, and she's in the water on that little... Sweet. It, yep. it, it does, it does cool. give it a nice sense of scale, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, Mark? and also just I would like to add that I think it was kind of cool and a nice throwback to her in episode seven kind of climbing through these star destroyers on Jakku. So she kind of has like some kind of skill in that regard of climbing through these, mm-hmm. these ships. So kind of, kind of cool. I liked it. Exactly. Very, very nice. And so not, not so much a Mary Sue, like, like most people might think she already I, had a lot of skills. I would, agree. I would agree with that. Um, and, and that, and that kind of just goes to show what, what, I guess the question I would ask is what would this trilogy be like if JJ had directed all three exactly you know? oh my goodness dude that's a wonderful question but let's let's move forward okay so here's something i wanted to say about this particular scene this scene they they uh, in my opinion was a, a fail um because it was well executed other than one thing i wanted to see the sith artifact that she picked up could have led her into a force back to see exactly what happened to her grandfather it could have just forced back for us to see him getting thrown off the banister or whatever it was that Darth Vader threw him off of mm-hmm. and to just show us, <laughs> you know, it's blowing up. Uh, yeah, that would have nice. had like two, that would have been too much for her though. Don't you think? 
it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. If, if too much for her because because <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. we're the viewers. Yeah, we're the right, viewers. Right, we right, right, us. Right. Remember, we saw it when we were kids. Right. This yeah. dude's laughing in January. You know, as we watched the uh the, the first trailer, dude. This is the scene. This is it. This is where you show us what mm, happened. That actually I think it's really a fail. been pretty amazing. Yeah, that that would be solid. I mean, yep. I mean the the hollow crown would have done that. The, I mean, excuse me, the Wayfinder, for people who don't know what the Hollow Crown is, it would have given her the ability to see that. Right. And so now we're moving forward. Kylo is there. Is Kylo there? Yeah, oh, that's right. He is there. This is not a, uh, this is not through the Force. He actually Wait, wait, wait. Is... So before we do, before she meets Kylo, though, something else happens, all right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Go ahead, Mark. Explain it, man. Oh, no. I think that someone else would do a better job explaining it. I'm just keeping, keeping notes, <laughs> keeping track of everything. Okay, Bradley, go ahead and explain what happens when when she uh, goes into that room after she uh, after she gets on the ship, or excuse me, the Death Star, and then all of a sudden the Death Star for somehow for some reason knows she's there and it opens up that room. What happens? Yeah, exactly. That was weird. She walks in, it closes behind her. She goes up to the holocron, that was uh, the, the wayfinder, the Force. Opened it up. Mark says, yeah. "So yeah, we'll <laughs> go with it." Um, and so the dark side of the Force is absolutely uh, the dark side. Starting. Yeah starting to get a little creepier because you could hear the music, you could hear the sounds and she just grabs the holocron or the wayfinder. It's, and it looks like it's done and she's just going to walk out. But as she grabs it, um, as you see in the movie, she sees a vision of herself as a Sith Lord, which was pretty dope. As we saw, this was the Ray that we saw in the teasers. Mm -hmm. Her blade mm -hmm. opens up. Everybody gets excited from the teasers, but as we see it in the movie, it's like, Whoa, what's going on here? Um, she does state something that was an overwhelming thing or, uh, constant theme throughout the movie specifically just be yourself accept yourself and that's what ray tells herself or her vision of herself tells herself is just accept the dark side um and she keeps resisting which is completely cool the craziness of the cgi of her teeth almost turning vampire like when she like went <sighs> oh that, that totally scared my wife it scared me creepy. too but she got scared <laughs> man <laughs> that was creepy um but it was kind of anticlimactic, which was the point when she just got out of the room and, and uh, successfully went past the temptation to go to the dark side and Kylo Ren destroys the Wayfinder. That's it. Yeah. Just so like, Whoa. this guy, okay, so he destroys the Wayfinder. Let's not take too much time on that, but he takes it out of her hand and then destroys it. And then they start uh, fighting. Uh, what'd you guys think about that fight scene? It took place in that room. Then he jumps down, he gets out of there and she follows him. Call somebody out, man. Uh, go ahead. Um, uh, let's get Troy. Go ahead, Troy. What do you think about the pretty, fight scene, man? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I think all the all the fight scenes in the new new uh, Star Wars are a little underwhelming, um, only because I'm I'm used to the um, the prequels. You know, it's it's very well choreographed. Um, these don't seem as choreographed, but I do yeah, like yeah. the fact that they're really in there, and and then you know they're giving their all. So as 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 characters, they're doing their best. I thought it was pretty cool. Absolutely, Ken. What you what what things do you have to add to that? Uh, I, I I really like the uh, lightsaber duels in this, just because um, they kind of seem more raw, and they're definitely less. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think I like them because they're less choreographed. Whereas, you know, they were more like a dance in the sequel or in the prequels. Whereas yes. with this one, yes. you know, you just get like that raw hatred, uh, right? And and then you kind of you can kind of tell that Kylo is messing with her. Uh, yeah, again, he's yes. always just testing because he knows at any moment 
he can he can end her you know what i mean like so he's just kind of going mm-hmm. at it and we, and we see that progress through this fight until mark yes so um we have two scenes kind of taking taking place at once um so they're fighting on this epic uh like the remains of the death star and these huge waves just in the background and they're mm-hmm. jumping from 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 section to section and it's and it looks amazing and then you have this um this callback or i don't know a callback but you have this flash in the scene to leia um and she's about to do something and everybody uh realizes that she's going to do something special in fact maz or is it maz the, yeah, the Maz, lady, yep. <laughs> the turtle mm-hmm. lady. Little Maz. <laughs> <laughs> so she actually hmm. even tells us, the audience, um, that Leia is going to do something. She's going to do the hardest thing that she has to do to, sa- to save the rebellion. So Leia goes to a private area and says one word that completely changes the entire rest of the movie. She calls out to her son. Not Kylo, but Ben. Yeah. And Ben uh, and Kylo hears it, and then, and everything that we know about Kylo and his feeling for his mom, um, it 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 stopped him immediately. Troy, you want to take it from there? You know, and, and I guess so. That that would be my first question. If she had the ability to do this, because up until this point, I'll tell you, I didn't think really Leia was really strong with the force i mean i knew that she was familiar with the force she had the force um i know it in the in the eu she definitely could use the force but since that was all gotten rid of um yeah i guess the question i would ask is why have why didn't she do that in the very beginning like when when she first lost luke or when she first lost kylo to the dark side after luke tried to kill him why didn't she try to reach out to him you, then you don't think, do you think he shut himself off this from the force um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry, go that's ahead, Ken. Me. Uh, that's me jumping in. I, I mean, you don't think she, he just shut himself off from the Force? Um, now, are you are you saying Kylo? Kylo? Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if he shut himself off, then how was his mother able to reach out to him this well, time? Not only that, but how was he able to um, use his hand and use the Force to hold back Ray's lightsaber? I mean, I'm saying, like, well, previously. So previously, you know, you're saying, why didn't she reach out to him before? It, what purpose would it have served? He, maybe he, she did, and he just shut it down. This time, it was it was to cause a distraction, right? Okay, yeah. I can see that. Right, see that. right, and and it did end up killing her, right? Right. Yes, it did. Yeah. Force that that answers the question why she didn't do this earlier as well, right? Because <laughs> it would have yeah, killed I, her. I, yeah, <laughs> I would go with that. I can go with that. I think um, that's good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mas Kanata. So now it's time for Kylo to catch a saber. <laughs> so so he dropped the saber. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. He dropped his saber. That's Go ahead, right. Mark. I'm sorry. Yeah, he drops his saber and Ray. And again, I think we're starting to see this this dark side of Ray because he drops the saber. She's still kind of angry, uh, and she puts a put the puts the lightsaber right through his midsection. Um, and I think she realizes what she's done at this point. And Kylo is just sitting there and he's stunned. He's not dead. He's just stunned. He's sitting back. He's defenseless. And 
I think that he realizes that he only has a certain amount of time left. Yeah, he sure does. Um, Bradley, what is happening after this? Um, well, looks so yeah, like Mark described that he dropped the saber. I thought that was a cool scene though Absolutely. too. He saw the film behind him and he uh, turned back to his left. Mm-hmm. That, that was really cool because it just showed you that something was different. So, oh, okay, okay, Mark, you got, yeah, uh, he dropped his saber. So, Mark, you got past where she puts the saber into him. She impels him. Um, then she uh, heals him, right? Is it, did you get that? Yeah, she heals him. That, that's okay. the best word you could, yeah. You got it right, man. She so, healed yeah. him up. And uh, go ahead, Ken. That was, uh, did you say Ken or? Oh, no, no, go ahead. I, I thought Ken was chiming in. I thought, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Bradley. Nope, go finish ahead. up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually pretty passionate about what happens after that scene with uh, Han Solo, to be honest. Well, with yeah, let's get late. to it. So she, she, she heals him, and then she 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 carjacks him. She tie-jacks him. She, she totally carjacks him. Snags the silencer. And then he has a moment. Go ahead, Brad. Please break that down. No, you no, said you were that, passionate about it. Dude, I want to hear that. Him. I want to hear it. Yeah, man. That was expertly written just if not for the throwback to empire strikes back because obviously this is all in kylo's uh, mind and adam driver knocked it out the park facial expressions and everything i mean i agree i agree oh man when when harrison ford touched his face and when he basically said what princess leia said but he did not utter the words his face said i love you and he did say uh is somebody blowing their nose I don't remember that. Sorry, please. I my my apologies. Sorry, totally. guys. Totally wounded, Mark uh, Wookie Chambers. What you, no, you didn't, bro. That's cool. Um, but no, seriously, that I, I saw it again today, and I said, bro, Adam Driver is on point and totally committed because he said, "Dad." Did I, I don't know if you guys remember that he said dad and his he quivered. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this I do remember craziness. That. But when he when he said uh he wanted to tell him I love you after he said dad, and Han Solo just said, I know. And I said, throw dude, back to him. Yes. Yes. He said you you oh, sewed it up perfectly. JJ Abrams, this movie is done. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. This is an excellent movie from this scene just alone. We're done. So that's my opinion, but I got Excellently you. Excellently shot. I yeah. like it. Man, Bradley, that is such a good point. I did not catch that after seeing it two times, man. Dude. All yeah. right. Well, I got to go see it, it again now. Huge Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. Ken, do you, Ken, I know you have some passion for that part, too. You know, well. okay. So, man, I was I was sitting there, and I, I think I, I, like, cinched up because deep down, I was like, wait, is he, he going to kill him again? I was like, please, please. Oh, okay. You know, I was just sitting there like silently, like, please don't. Wait, 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 wait. Were you saying please no, no, kill saying, him? Please don't, please don't. Please don't, no, yeah, don't, kill like, please don't try to kill him again. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it didn't. Str- I was just so worried, you know. Um, but yeah, well, like when he turns and when he just chucked, chucked his lightsaber. Dude, that was that so was, awesome. Man, that was like, wow. That was that was a great scene. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Because like I yeah. actually felt relieved. I actually, I was like, "Oh wow, this he turned." We gotta remember. I, we gotta remember this scene and some of the other scenes when this movie gets chopped to shreds, mm-hmm. chopped to bits by all the critics mm-hmm. out there, because this is one of the scenes that helps the movie to stand up, even though it's probably gonna get shot down by a lot of people. Um, 
based on what we've already seen online, all the reviews and stuff, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. These these online guys are so vested in the Star Wars universe, and that's their right, but this is not reality, man. This is just uh, a quick um, suspension of reality. We, we got to check back into the real right. world when we're done. Yeah. Um, but for those of us, you know, this is just a, a way to, to rejuvenate. But for other people, this is their <laughs> alternate reality. So for them you know whatever you know yep exactly now there before we hop back into the silencer with ray let's, let's just take a quick moment to notice how the uh the millennial falcon is all repaired and ready to go when this is all over that was stupid that thing was ready to go why couldn't it have been ready earlier i mean i, I feel like i was feel like the me? falcon is always in a state <laughs> of disrepair uh, of, of almost yeah I, I don't think it takes much to get her going again it was definitely not in <laughs> tip-top shape <laughs> She that needs our help. Uh, she's in a always silencer, yeah. man. She's yeah. gone. That's yep. how I felt. I was like, dude, just why are you right. guys late? Anyway, so where where okay, go? Moving forward, she's out. She's gone. Uh, uh, Kylo is basically he's fully changed his mind at this point, right? He has turned back to the right. Yeah, he oh, yeah. threw away his his dark force implement. I mean, he, he's yeah. all right. Off to Octu, everybody. Gone. You guys ready to go to Octu? So we we arrive on Octu where uh, we have Ray. Uh, we see her burning up the t- the silencer. She is crying. She is. This I don't is know rude, what is she really. like. You, you jack a guy's tie and then you set it on fire. <laughs> and it's a it was a nice it was man. it's a nice tie fighter. Yeah. Didn't have he, some some red. It did. And he had the yeah he had he got the deluxe package to match lit it up. his his helmet. Yeah. What did you guys specifically think? Uh, I'll ask Mark, if you guys don't mind me asking. Um, Mark, what did you think of Luke's dialogue there when she throws the saber in and they begin? Uh, how do you think that that probably uh, was a fixing of what Ryan Johnson did in episode eight? In the last episode, I talked about um, about J.J. Abrams having all these boxes to check, right? This mm-hmm. was another box to check and he fixed it luke made made Agreed. a made mention of because ray's about to throw a lightsaber right into the fire and luke catches it and says you need to have respect for this weapon that was directly aimed at ryan johnson because yes. in episode eight we had the lightsaber oh, toss dude, that was heard around the world right i mean Everybody was disappointed right. by that. Luke tossed some lightsaber. It punched us all in the gut. Now we have mm-hmm. Luke yep. correcting that. Show respect for this. And then he continues on. And he, and he explains why he was an opt and 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 that he had some fear that prevented him from moving forward. But it was there weren't these outlandish reasons as to, like, Jedi need to end and all this stuff. He, he corrected that. So he... You're breaking up, Mark. I'm sorry about that. That's no, okay. Sorry. Can you hear me? Uh, getting a little feedback, but we got yeah a huge portion go, of what you go said. Go ahead like and jump in. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, I, am, I didn't even catch that, by the way. I, yeah, I didn't no, even I, catch I, what I, you just I said we, during the theater. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I, was, I was like, Mark said everything that needed to be said about that. Yeah. I mean, that was perfect. I can't. I can't believe I didn't see that twice. I didn't even catch any of that, and that is absolutely true. If this movie was about two different <laughs> directors uh, in a fight, 
Yep. JJ just just mollywhopped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go ahead, Troy. Yeah. You know you want to say something, Troy, well, about Ruin Johnson. Well, no, dude, I, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon really quick if I can. But like seriously, I, I very very much appreciated what happened with that. Um, unfortunately, out here in Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nobody clapped, and so I felt kind of bad because I was the only guy up in the theater going "woo, yeah," clapping and everything, and nobody said anything Ooh, until yeah, I that's did. Embarrassing, Damn. Damn. I, I was not I even embarrassed that. because, like, after I did it, like half the theater like jumped into applause. So, like, people were like, "That's awesome, yeah." So, yeah. so I was excited about that because there were so many other people that felt the same way I did, but it was almost as if they felt ashamed to feel that way. And my my outburst gave everybody else permission to do that as well, and everybody was all over it. Dude, so you should have done like a noise. slow clap. I think that we should have all stood up and did a slow clap at that <laughs> moment. Stood up and <laughs> yeah. Man, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got popcorn dumped on my head here, here in Phoenix. Hey, buddy. We don't want your claps. These Phoenicians, no. man, they don't know how to see Star Wars movies. Anyway, Bradley? Dude, I have to agree with Troy totally. And Mark, Mark, you, you really said it very eloquently that um, that was one of the boxes that you had checked off for what you think that J.J. Abrams needed to correct for what Ryan Johnson ruined in episode eight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was so dumb to throw the, the lightsaber away. I think everybody was. I was confused yeah. and I was like, okay, how is this going to be fixed? But then they went on. They continued on to check boxes off. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, <clears throat> uh, him telling her, no, I was wrong. I was like, <laughs> yes, what? Yes. He said I'm wrong? It, it, so to me, that was like J.J. Abrams saying, hey, Ryan, man, don't do not do this, man. That's stupid. And, and Luke said that. He's like, I was wrong. I, I should not have come to Octo. I should have went and, and continued fighting uh, the dark side. And one of the coolest things was, is that this wasn't even asked for or called for, but I think subconsciously all of us since childhood were like, wait up. We never got to see Luke actually lift the X-Wing fighter out of the, yep. the water. Yes, yes, yes. And Dude. to see that happen was like, thank yep. you. Been waiting yep. for that yep. for decades. Wrap that up. So, yep. so who who, who was uh, thinking as soon as he was getting ready to lift the X-Wing that Luke was going to have to have his X-Wing fighter lift out of the water song other than me? I, I was like, "This is it! Oh, he's gonna—he's about to get his own John Williams composed oh, X-wing okay. fighter song." And so, let's set that up though, because I don't think they know how passionate you are about yours. Oh, Yoda's dude! The, you, no, no, it's not just me. That's one of the songs that makes a lot of people tear up, man. Um, oh yeah, and that, that's Empire an awesome Strikes song. Back. Um, when yeah. Yoda lifts the X-wing out of the out of the water, that song is so emotional, and uh, they chose to use the same song, which it's it's. Was very appropriate. That was wow, yeah, that was nice, dude. It, who, it who, you know Good who job. was respect? It was respect for Master Yoda, man. Yeah, for Yoda. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and by the so way, this exactly. side note, I still think uh, Luke wasn't in the movie enough. But anyway, moving forward, um, he <laughs> he uh, helps her to appreciate, and he and by the way, Jedi's are allowed to smile. Yeah. When even even as Force goes, did you catch the fact that Luke smiled as he was lifting it up? I did. Dude, he smiled. Mm-hmm. I can I can't see uh, any other. Uh, that was like, pure Mark Hamill you know, smiling right there. I yes, think. you know yes, what I'm right That there. was Mark That's Hamill. Exactly what I was like, <laughs> that was Mark. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. I, I totally agree with that. 
Um, another thing that, that was awesome for me, I thought, was the fact that he said um, a Jedi's weapon deserves a little more respect than that when she threw it and he caught it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what Mark was yeah. saying before. Yeah. Um, clearly, Ryan Johnson was disrespectful to it. Yeah. Did we talk about uh, the awesomeness of the next implement that she got? In addition to having Luke's saber, she got somebody else's oh, saber. Oh, man. yes. Yeah, he says, yeah, go ahead, Ken, I'm sorry. Oh, that was Mark, but yeah, uh, you mean where he oh, he uh, he showed her where Leia's saber was, where he kept Leia's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, dude, am I the only one that was actually pretty impressed with Leia's lightsaber? Like the hilt? It, it looked pretty. No, it, oh, no. dude, she it was better. Dope, man. Can, can I say something about that? Please. Out of all three sabers, um, Luke's saber, Leia's saber, and Ray's saber, Leia has the best hilt. Yeah. That is the most awesome yeah. hilt. It is completely symmetrical. If you notice Ray holding her nude saber at the end, sorry, talking about that preempting, her hand is so small on that saber. And it's like that doesn't even fit. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah and by the way, let's let's go ahead and take a vote on that. So Leia saber for Justin. Go ahead, uh, Bradley. Um, Ray saber by far. Hers okay. was the best. And uh Troy? I'm gonna go with Luke. Luke, okay. Mark? Luke. I mean, you got to go with Luke. Luke, come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Ken, Luke? No, I'm, I'm going to stick with Leia's, man. It was solid. It was a, it, Dude! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, had, it had, like, the lines. Yeah, it was great, man. It was I mean, we, we, we saw, how, I mean, we saw I might... how Luke felt about his saber the first time, you know, when he tossed it behind him, so. Exactly, dude. Now, see the thing: the only change I would make to Leia's saber is to put the uh the 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 way that Ray turns her blade on. I would put that on Leia's. Yeah, the little switch or the the twist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a circular switch. Those those sabers are so awesome, bro. I I would choose those hilts if I was at Galaxy's Edge. One one of those two. Um. Anyway. Do we also want to talk about what Luke's speech was to her? I mean, it wasn't an elongated one, but he basically told her, um, you need to face your darkest fear. Um, and what did she say? If anybody wants to kind of I forget. expand on that. Um, what was just, she said, I'm, I'm afraid of me. And he was like, yeah, you need to face your fear. And I thought that was just really poetic and whatnot. Because she knew who she was at that point. She knew that she was a Palpatine at that point, right? There you go. And Luke is like, it's all good. You're, you're good to go. And so he, he encouraged her to go ahead and face Palpatine, which I thought was really simple writing. Just go for it. Yep, you got to go for it. And then let's, let's do that. So he encourages her to get out of there. She's uh, She doesn't think she has everything that she needs. Uh, Luke says, nope, you have everything you need here. So she has the, uh, the uh, she goes to get the, what is it called? Wayfinder? In the movie, it's called a Wayfinder. So she goes to get the Wayfinder out of Kylo's. Yeah, right. slaps him into the X-wing and then she takes off. And there, and she's off to Exodus. So wait, I just want to confirm. So Luke let her know that he already knew that she was a Palpatine. Is that right or no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, just yeah, he did sure. Oh, which when you go back well, and watch another important uh, episode eight, and he and he's like, "You went straight to the dark." It it kind of makes more sense. Like, I mean, I know that wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily I, well. I don't know what they had already planned, but. Um, it it really what that it really was fills for. that in nicely because then it's like he was he's like well I'm not surprised he went straight to the dark yeah no that yeah. it's perfect but it's probably accidentally <laughs> perfect is that that's probably what you were trying to say yeah <laughs> okay and we glossed over one really quick uh, uh, force back from Luke somebody want to describe what happens as he's explaining to him 
uh, to uh, Ray about him and Leia. Oh yeah, where they're younger. That was I've awesome. been talking. Oh scene. yeah, shut it up. Where she where she beat his butt. Yes, go ahead, take it, Troy. Um, well, you know what? I think that might may have been the time that my that my my son spilled soda all over me. So yeah. Basically, it was just a quick little snippet just to show that Leia truly does know how to wield a lightsaber, but she chose to give mm-hmm. it up because um, she wanted it to be in the hands of somebody who could really. What? How did? How did? How did he say it? She saw her son going to the dark side. So clearly, the the funny part is is that it didn't stop him from going to the the dark side. So that's the sucky part about that line. It's like I don't want to be. Sucky. A, <laughs> I don't want to be a Jedi. I don't want to train to be a Jedi because I see a vision of my son going to the dark side. So she stops, and he still goes to the dark side. So I'm like, uh, you guys could have thought that one a little, through, uh, thought that through a little more, but. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think nope. that's what she said. No, you're good. No, she she said that. Okay, so now let's let's really get off of Octu now and, and head over to um, the Resistance base. Um, R two D two, he helps uh, C three PO get his his mind back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Okay, and now uh, the Resistance follows Ray's coordinates to Exegol because she left them that trail. Do you guys think that was pretty cool? How she was leaving that trail for them? I did. I, I like the fact that wasn't mm-hmm. it, wasn't it R two D two that said. I'm I'm sensing or I'm I'm tracking or tracing Luke, um, and that was kind of like whoa. Well, Rogue, yeah, Rogue Five or uh, Red Five popped back up on the uh, the radar, Red right? Five. Right. Nice. And then they were like, "Oh, Red that's five. that's gotta be that's gotta be Ray." So I, th- I thought that was cool. Uh-huh. Sweet. So now she's at Exegol. She gets up in there. Uh, she's not afraid. Um, I I would be afraid. That place looks totally scary. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, you're not a Jedi. <laughs> I am or not a Jedi, man. <laughs> or or a Sith. Neither one, man. Hey guys, this is uh so this is our our podcast for this week. Thanks for joining us here on uh, Old Republic Radio. We got Ken, Troy, Mark, Bradley, Justin, the Tatooine Five. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. We just want to say go ahead and uh, give us a shout out on the app, the uh anchor at anchor.fm app. Um, and we also want to just make sure you know that we're trying to get better and better on our vocals, our um, our sound quality. We know it's not the best just yet, but be patient with us, and we're going to try to clean this up so that you guys can uh, enjoy the sounds in your in your Apple earpods and your other kind of earpods and stuff. <laughs> Anybody else want to say anything? Um, no, I just like to see the lines go on the screen. I would say uh, if if you can, um, let me let me start it here. I'll just... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, make sure, make sure, to, make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. We're on all the social media outlets. And then, if there's anything that you really want to hear or um, would like to hear us talk about, please give us suggestions. We're, we're all open ears. And then, um, I think something we talked about is having a having a couple of conversations with a few um, fans throughout the week. So, if that's something you'd be interested in joining us on the podcast, please let us know about that too. And we love to love to have you. And please, this is Bradley speaking. If you uh, have an opinion on whether you like Luke's lightsaber, Leia's, or Ray's the best, please leave us a voicemail. Tell us which one you like the most and why. That would be actually kind of cool to air one of you guys on our podcast. Awesome. Or Chewie's lightsaber. <laughs> Chewie's poke after all day, by the way. We're out of here, guys. Peace. <laughs>